Napa know-how. There are lots of amazing cars on the road, but perhaps none more amazing than the paid-off car. It may not be pretty, but the price is right. Heck, if you keep that thing running, it'll actually start paying you. Because with Napa Rewards, for every $100 you spend, you'll get $5 off. So keep your car running longer, stronger with Napa Rewards and watch the savings start rolling in. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. For SEN America, this is the SEN NFL Podcast. Hello and welcome to the SEN NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Garraway. Sitting across the desk from me are my co-hosts, James to my right and Chris to my left. How are you, boys? G'day, coach. It's good to see both of you in the room together. The team is... We're back together. The team is back after a big, big football Monday. It was... It was sorry, massive, I'm wasn't just, it? I'm choking. <laughs> choking there on Eminem, M&M, yeah. fat bastard. It was a great football Monday. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. A couple of surprises, but most of all, my Cowboys got a win... My boy Zeke got his first 100-yard game. His first hurdle, too. That looked pretty that cool. That was sick. So he looked really good, and it was a pretty enjoyable day for me. Uh, I didn't I didn't get to see much football, to be honest, today. I had to work, unfortunately. I went to the VFL football yesterday to see my good friend Jordan Russell win the uh, VFL grand final. Congratulations Foots- to him. Go doggies. For the Footscray Bulldogs. Woof, woof, woof. So, seeing all the boys in the rooms and wished uh, Luke Beveridge good luck for this Saturday and, um, yeah, hopefully the doggies go one and two, one and one and win a couple. I think it's fair to say everyone is going for the dogs. Nobody's oh, going for Sydney. No, right? you ha- oh, you everyone hates to. Buddy and everyone hates Sydney, right? They say the South Melbourne connection. I don't but- hate Sydney, but I would prefer the Bulldogs to do it. NFL.com, I hate you so I'm sh- much. That's why James is so excited for Why am I running host? I don't get it. Anyway. Anyway. It has a 66 podcast. We're going to start in the newsroom. Man, it's too low. It's time to go into the newsroom on the SEN NFL podcast. <laughs> slow start. Really slow stink. start. I'm off. All right, we're going to start in Buffalo. LaShawn McCoy scored twice. And safety Aaron Williams returned a botched field goal snap, 53 yards for a touchdown, leading the Buffalo Bills to a 33-18 win over the Arizona Cardinals, our Arizona Cardinals. Uh, two and two, James. Are we ready to hit the panic button? Uh, they're one and two, actually. They've only played three games. You're so, right. Uh, <laughs> what a start. <laughs> Take the handbrake <laughs> off, Richie. Get going, mate. <laughs> It's been a long day. It's uh, it's, <laughs> it's hard to understand the, the inconsistency, and it's mainly on defense. Um, but what I want to do is give some credit to Rex. He fired his O coordinator. He didn't like the way he was running the offense. He wanted to run the ball. They were the number one running team in the NFL last year. And they came out, and they got behind Big Richie Incognito, and they ran down Arizona's throat, very similar to what the Patriots did to them in the first game. So maybe that's a little bit of a trend. Maybe you can get stuff going if you play physical and try and run the ball against Arizona because that's what's hurt them. It set up the read option too because it gave yep. Tyrod a couple of decent runs too. Yeah, he scored a touchdown on a running play as well. What concerned me was, was Palmer. Two red zone interceptions. He threw he, four picks. Yeah, he looked He horrible. threw four yeah. picks on their and last four really drives. Bad. Four picks in their last four drives. So they were in this game a lot and then he took a sack on a third down and then the the field goal got blocked and then that was kind of the game once they returned that for a touchdown. Uh, he did not play well and the receivers were open. Uh, so it was, it was a shame. I thought the Bills played pretty well though. Now that they got the Patriots next week, they can somehow get a win there. They're right back in this. Well, that'll, that'll make them two and two, right? Yeah, and they're, they're right back in it then. The Patriots quarterback still a question, isn't it? We still don't know... Belichick could play quarterback for them. It's not going to matter. It's, it's not going to be Garoppolo. You still think it's going to they'll win, but it it opens the door up in that division, doesn't it? Really, I feel this is my feeling is the Bills have more to play for in that game than the Patriots. Patriots are three and zero. They've they've done what no one th- well yeah. a lot of people thought they wouldn't be able to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah Everyone yeah. thought they'd lose to Arizona. Yeah, I thought they'd go three and one. Yeah, and they're going to. 
at, yep. at worst. Yep. But that's not the one. I don't. <laughs> no. And then a lot of people <laughs> didn't yeah. think Houston would beat them on the Thursday game. So look, the, the Bills have a chance now. That win against Arizona, who they would have penciled that in as a loss. Everyone would have had that as a loss. That they've stolen one. Um, I will just comment on the Bills. Nothing through the air again. Sammy Watkins didn't play. Without him, their passing attacks non-existent. But I like that they're getting him right. I like that he didn't play. That they didn't try and force him to play with a bad foot because they've got to get him healthy if there's any chance to well, compete. Well, you'd think he's probably been off that now for ten days, not yep. practicing all week. Um, and it is a big week coming up. You know, Rex very, very rarely, if at all, has ever beaten Belichick. No, he loses Belichick all the time. All the time. That's his thing. So, In his defense, everyone does. Yeah, very true. <laughs> Look, that, they go to New England. The following week, they go to LA, and then they host San Francisco. So they can set it up for themselves there. If they can win two, potentially three of those, and of course, they're in it up to their eyeballs. They win next week, they're going to feel right back in it. Well, we discussed this before the game. We said if they lose this, then they lose to New England, and then if they went to LA and lost, they were zipping five. Yeah, that's we, it. We thought Rex would have been done. So, yep. you know, obviously, Zach, the O, o coordinator. It worked. And he put a, put a rocket up. Everyone basically in the locker room and probably in the whole building. So... Kudos to Rex. He's he's done it again. Last thing I'll touch on is David Johnson. He's everything on this offense. 83 rushing yards, two touchdowns, uh, 28, three receptions for 28 yards. He's consistently getting 100 yards from scrimmage games. He's going to have 2,000 yards from scrimmage this season. Absolute bargain, too. Where'd they get him? Fourth, fourth round. round. After they missed on Amir Abdullah. Yeah, which who they were going to take. So, so it's worked out great yeah, for him. Really, really impressive. Uh, next, Minnesota Vikings traveled to the Carolina Panthers and came away with a pretty impressive win, 22-10. Wow. to 10. Sam Bradford threw a touchdown pass to Kyle Rudolph. Um, there was a big punt return for a touchdown by Marcus. Uh, is that Sherrells? Sherrells. Sherrells. Basically snapping the Carolina Panthers' 14-game home winning streak. With a twenty-two to ten win, uh, that Vikings D is for real. Yep, ten ten zip this game was, and they had thirty-four yards of offense in the first half. Yep. The and then Vikings. they piled on twenty-two unanswered. It all started well, they, with a safety. They got the safety, then they got the punt return. All of a sudden, it's eight ten at halftime, and the Vikings have got thirty-four yards of offense. And then I honestly thought Bradford was outstanding in the second half. I thought he came he's, out. He's been good, hasn't he? Coming in first half, he was terrible. But one thing I'm going to say about the Vikings so far this season, their second-half adjustments have been second to none. They are so well-coached. Yeah. Huge ups yeah. to Zimmer and his staff. Absolutely. Um, Zimmer's an outstanding head he coach. Obviously, and, and look, they, they make good coaches in Cincinnati because there's quite a few of them now dotted all over the league. Zimmer has... The head coach that's there. <laughs> Zimmer has been so good. Like As you said, their, their adjustments and the moves they make, I'm so impressed we, I remember saying when they signed Bradford, I'm like, wow, you must think you're in the window to do this. They, they are. clearly they are. Knew. They and, clearly and you know are. what? That is That has to be one of, so far, one of the most win-win trades you'll ever see. Because Bradford's come in, they're 3-0, and he looks good. And then Carson Wentz has looked great at Philadelphia and they're 3-0. Yep. So they've both made great decisions because Philly get that first-round pick back. But it's all about the Vikings' defense. Three interceptions, eight sacks, Amazing. three from Everson Griffin, who is quickly becoming one of the most dominant defensive ends in the in the league? The safety, the punt return. On that safety, would tell me if you agree or don't agree. I put one hundred percent of that on Cam Newton. He long. held it for so long. I'm like, what are you doing? He he pump well, not pump fake, but shoulder shoulder dips and moves in the pocket. He could have thrown that away three times and not taken that safety. Oh, of course he can. That that's his thing, and you have got to take the good and the bad with Newton. You know, he he will cost you games in that regard. At times, he'll cost you sacks, but he'll always back. He can get away from sacks, and that can sometimes become a problem. The, the big one is Calvin Benjamin didn't get a catch. The Vikings getting Xavier Rhodes back from injury um, makes a massive difference. Terrence Newman had an interception. I cannot believe he's 37 years old and still playing cornerback um, at a great level. One of my all-time favorite players is the next Cowboy. Um, Trey Waynes, their first-round pick from last year, is... Now really coming together, uh, Linville Joseph, Anthony Barr. This defense has got. I feel like it's got names that we're going to remember. It'll be kind of the new Seattle. If that makes sense, in a couple of years we'll be saying, "Oh, how good are all these guys?" Hunt Harrison Smith, you know, Everson Griffin, Kendricks, a second year player. They've just got so many good football players, and 
this defense is for real, and as we discussed, Bradford's only got to be middle of the pack, and this team can do something special. It uh, it opens up this division now, doesn't it, with the Panthers one and two. I think uh, Atlanta are on top. Atlanta right on top. If they win they tomorrow got a game night, to come. so if yeah. they'll go, you know, they'll have two wins. So, um, and the Bucks sort of traveling okay. Do you think the Panthers will work it out? They've played some good teams. Well, They've played Denver and the Vikings, probably two of the best, two of the top five defenses around. in the NFL, and they creamed the 49ers. Yeah. So I, I'm not worried about them yet. I think I Look, think they'll win that, put it that way. No. I'm not worried yet. They. Sure, they were undefeated this time last year, but they weren't playing any better than they're playing now. They just happened to be undefeated. Yeah. So right. they were playing terrible. Yeah, last year. so I'm I'm not that phased by them. They haven't played any division games yet, so yeah, I'm not phased about them. We'll no we'll, we'll we'll learn more soon. Okay. Denver travelled to Cincinnati and came away with a pretty impressive win, twenty nine to seventeen. Trevor Simeon threw a career-high four touchdowns in his first road start and bordered on being perfect um, and rallying the Broncos to a 29-17 win. Um, the defending Super Bowl champions are 3-0 and under a new quarterback, and I think they're better than last year's team. Yeah, we said that the other day, didn't we, that yeah. uh, with Simeon coming in, it sort of opened up Gary Kubiak's offense. Sorry, Rich. Am I not loud That's enough for much you? Much better. I'm, Thanks, mate. I'm trying to look at everything and make sure all this information I've got from is is solid, but it's not. So I'll talk a bit louder <laughs> for you. We were discussing that Simeon coming in. He's it's opened up the playbook more for QBX style. Uh, what he wants to get in there. So it's obviously, you know, it's working to for to be three and zero when we thought they might have a little bit of a drop off, but. They're getting oh. better quarterback play this year out of Simeon than they got it's out of either va- quarterback last it's year. It's more varied, isn't it? It's the varieties. He suits the system. So. He can run the rolls and the boots. Um, he's very accurate on the run. He's got a really powerful arm, and he seems to be quite intelligent. The story of this game for me is the Bengals finally found some running game. Yeah, about time. But they, their offense, and I'm starting to turn on uh, Andy Dalton a little bit. It's very volume underneath. So you could, it's pretty easy to accumulate 300 yards if a defense wants to let you throw underneath for five yards a pop every time. He's throwing the ball way too much, even when they had running games, to the point now that if they fall behind, they can't catch anyone. Was well, that on him or is that on the offensive coordinator? Bit of both. Yep. Yeah. It's it's actually, got, you know, he's it's got to audible out of it a little bit too. I don't know he? if he has those responsibilities though. We don't know what they're letting him do. All I know is that they are very conservative and they've got to have to sort that out because Andy Dalton if you have to be conservative with him in his fourth year his fifth year then there's no point having him at that point with what he's shown you should be unleashing him he's actually thrown with the most yards this year though as a quarterback not now not after today oh, not after he had, all, he had, today, he had going into the yeah, game yeah so like but it's all it's, the it's complete, all on him his averages yep. like his average per, per attempt is really low so that that's something that you take into account, there's no big plays, except for the first game when A.J. Green was absolutely tearing it up. Uh, look, they have to get it right, and I think they will, because they're a really good football team. So his average is, is 8.2 at the moment, and you take into account that massive first game he had. Yeah, yeah it's pretty low. The last two it's games, it's, it's pretty bad. So uh, I think they'll be fine, because they've got a good coach, they've got good pieces. Their defense is pretty good. Denver touched them up a little bit today. When do they get... um? Perfect. Perfect back next week. It's he next the week. first three games. Yeah, so he's huge for them. He's uh, <laughs> he blasted people in that semi-final. Oh, he oh, didn't he? <laughs> it was so God, bad. It, imagine him coming back was next week to get suspended. His first play game back so against angry. the Steelers that would have been a good that one. That would have been watch. outstanding. <sighs> but yeah, he'll he'll add something to him. Their Denver no run. Solid. Denver got no run game going no, today. I was going to bring Russell that up too. Cool, yeah, which didn't help. But looking at them, that's the only thing I would say they. would Probably like a little more production out of their running game than they're getting right now. But the last two weeks, offense. it was good. Very true. What I liked is they didn't get that this week, and then Simeon was able to well, step it yeah, up and they, they won anyway. and give them something. That's something that Peyton Manning didn't do a lot last year. They won the Super Bowl, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. they, When they didn't run the ball and didn't play really, really good defense, they usually lost. It makes it hard to plan to play them, doesn't he, it, then? You don't know if they're going to run or they're going to exactly. pass. That, he, he adds a lot to that offense. No, um, I, don't, I don't think Paxton Lynch is going to play unless unless Simeon gets injured. 
I think the way he's played so far, I think he's going to... He won the job. Yeah. He won the he job. Won the job. Yep. He had the advantage because he'd obviously played in Kubiak system and the year before. And he's a seventh-round pick. Hey, there's, there was another good seventh-rounder once. I hope you don't mean Tom Brady because he was picked in the sixth, but... No. Mm. No. Go on, guys. You Google it. I'll, Duke, I'll shoot on to the next game. Duke it out. That's all right. I got it teed up. You got it? Yep. Aaron Rodgers threw for 205 yards and four touchdowns, including two first-half touchdowns to Jordy Nelson, who J.A. said was done last week. No, I did Snapped didn't. out of their offensive funk, which he also said they were in a huge hole, to beat the Detroit Lions 34-27. Okay. First of all, I never said Jordy Nelson was done. I said he hasn't looked himself, and he still didn't look himself today. He tore up a very, very bad defense. They looked great in the first half. It looked like vintage Rogers, Eddie Lacy looked good. Nelson looked good. Cobb looked okay. He had one big catch in the first half. And then second half, it just all dropped off again. It's coaching. Ah, they're too conservative. The sixth round. Damn it. Yeah, I win that one too. <laughs> it's, uh, they're very, very conservative. We and did it hurts speak them. it, but didn't we? The coaching that last week, I think there was like 70% of their plays, it was the same personnel. Yeah, for the Packers on the field, they don't change it. So they, what they're doing, it that's it. There's no variety, like they, we were just talking about with the Broncos. So you, do we think they're literally trying to just out athletic, or just be better? Because they don't seem to make any adjustments. They seem yeah. to be in the same personnel all the time. Yep. They seem to be really predictable. You've got a guy like Rogers. We talked about the Vikings earlier, who make all these great halftime adjustments. Yep. They Someone like it. Belichick, who is the ultimate in getting ready for his opponent, they just don't. Like McCarthy just seems to they say they do the same thing every it, week and yeah. say we have Rogers, so we should be able to be better. But this and scheme them up. The first half it worked perfectly because Detroit are terrible, but the second half Detroit made all changed their adjustments some things and it didn't. The Green Bay Packers never changed back. So I know like Marvin Jones had two hundred and five yards and two touchdowns. Look, it was all when it was kind of said and done, but he still, he looked okay. I bet you Andy Dalton, which is he had him back in Cincinnati. Yep, 100%. So it looked good, but there was no running game. Stafford is so frustrating. I can't work out whether, he, I still can't work out whether he's good or not. He has a great arm, but he, he just doesn't, uh, he doesn't There's win enough. About, yeah, that, he doesn't win. It's Detroit. Like, if you put him, if you put him at, Denver, and you'd say, yeah, he's a good, you know what I mean? Because they're good defense. In saying that, they made the playoffs when they had the number one defense in the NFL, Yep. and he was terrible that year. If he was playing like he was now that year, they probably would have been a contender. But, yeah, it's it's, again, I'm really trying to change my views on quarterbacking in the NFL because it's all such a high volume now. So you've got to kind of look at finer details because everyone's throwing for 300 yards. It's Someone throws 300 yards, you don't even blink at it anymore. He's thrown for 385 yards on 28 completions. That's that's fantastic. But they've lost. Yeah. Well, so, time of possession, they had like, the ball for over 10 more minutes I know, of the you, game. You've, you've got to – there's you've something that's got to give here. Yep. So I'm now trying to look at red zone. So the next in the upcoming weeks, I'm going to be really trying to evaluate quarterbacks differently because right now there's 25 quarterbacks that you can't differentiate between because yep. they're all thrown for so many yards. We did, we did speak and question the, the, the Lions – Lack of discipline with their penalties last week, and they always, they cleaned that up. They only had four penalty flags this week. So, another I looked a little deeper into that as well. That crew that had that game, they're just flag crazy. Really, they've thrown something like twenty flags more than any other crew already. It's week three. They're, they're averaging you know seven more sh- flags a week. They'll be in That's for shoulder insane. surgery. Oh, <laughs> That's good. Gosh, Ridiculous. Just leave it there. Let them play. Let them play. Moving on, Justin Tucker kicked a 54-yard field goal with a touch over a minute remaining, lifting the Baltimore Ravens to a 19-17 victory oh, over the James. Jacksonville Jaguars. James, are oh. the Ravens the worst 3-0 team yeah. ever? Well, we spoke we said that Friday night, didn't we, that they were the worst 2-0 and now they're the worst yeah. 3-0. But you know what? They're 3-0. The, the Jaguars are just so disappointing. Three interceptions from Bortles. Do, do, you, no take it person- do you take it personally? I don't take like you're it. so high on him. Do you God, take it personally? He was high on him, wasn't I'm he? not taking it personally. I just I don't get it how you have all this talent and can't get it right. Whereas you see the Ravens who have barely any talent and are getting it so much better. And it, it, coach. It, it's coaching, and I think Gus Bradley's in real trouble. I I, I can't see him seeing out this season because they now play the Colts in London next week. The Colts had a good win, 
the Colts can technically win next week and take a division lead if Houston lose. So I can't see them winning that game. At, at this point, I would the Colts should be going in as red-hot favorites because it's in London. It's no one's home game, even though it says Jaguars. Yeah, everyone's got to travel. Yeah, Exactly. So um, their defense played better. But then when their defense plays bad, their offense plays the defense plays well, the offense plays bad. You can never get a consistent game out of them. Like Alan Robinson had the two touchdowns, but he had seven receptions of fifty seven yards. No one's getting downfield no. for this offense. I I know, I can't work it out. They've still got offensive line issues, and, and too Bort- much pressure. Bortles is becoming the fast junk time guy. He just puts up so many stats well, in, he, in junk even time. Even today he didn't. 194 yards, yeah, two, three picks. He's becoming the new Tannehill. Yeah. He's just, Jump it, don't you don't just take basic. that back. You take that back. He's just basic. What he about, can put up yards if he if he if if it's there, but he can't run an offense. And I don't think Gus Bradley knows how to put him in an offense. Uh, there's been a lot of talk since Gu- he was Gus- drafted about intelligence. He's not intelligent. He ran a system at college that was... Gun, idiot proof. So this is and the Ravens D. They we we said at the start of the year they were older and then maybe then you know it's working out so far. Mo- Mosley had one of the greatest interceptions you'll see if it wasn't for Patrick Peterson's interception a little bit later in the day. Mosley was a really Im- good player. It was impressive. He went up but, and got it. Like they brought in Eric Weddle, who has transitioned seamlessly from injury. He looks great. Um, even Terrell Suggs looks good. He had two sacks today. The the guys that are doing it, it's, they stopped the run so well, and it's the guys up front. It's Timmy Jernigan and Brandon Williams, who they took first and second round a couple of years ago. They're big and they're strong, and they, people can't move them. And then a guy like Mosley, who's super athletic and intelligent, never gets anyone blocking him, so he just flows around and makes tackles. Um, they've made some good picks. Ladarius Webb has moved from corner to safety, and it's really worked out. Everything they've done so far has worked. Now, I can, this, this sounds dumb, but this is what they're reminding me of Carolina last year. Remember when they were three and rich, and we were saying these guys suck; they're not that good. The quarterback's playing bad. Flacco's like played terrible; they're not can, that good. And then all of a sudden, Cam Newton's MVP, and they're fifteen and one playing in the Super Bowl. Can I give you some food for thought then? Yeah, they host Oakland next week. That's a tough road trip for Oakland. They then host Washington, then they go to the Giants. They could <laughs> win all three of those and be six and zero. Yeah, yeah, there's certainly yeah, even if you're five and one or something. That's uh... they've looked okay. Then what this tells me is they're just and the North is wide open except yeah. for Brownies. Oh, yeah. It's wide open. They're just really well coached. They are. They're really, really well coached, which the Jaguars aren't, and that's the biggest takeaway. Yeah, biggest difference. Yeah. Moving on, JJ scored an 11 yard run with about eight minutes left in overtime, and the Miami Dolphins escaped with a 30 to 24 win over the Cleveland Browns. Jay's came game winner. Sorry, came after. Ryan Tannehill found a pretty wide open Jarvis Landry for a 32-yard gain. The Dolphins go to one and two, avoiding would have been what would have been their first 0 and three start since 2011. Yeah, this is such a who cares game. <laughs> we, we we said that Friday, we we're like, let's preview this, and we're like, nah, let's skip over it. But <laughs> we went through. It I mean, it went to overtime, so it might have been exciting. I didn't. I again, I didn't catch much of this one, but. It was exciting because of the score, not necessarily because the play. There's one player I want to touch on that I feel could be very exciting. Terrell Pryor? Terrell Pryor yeah. has just... He went in for some passing plays. He ran for a touchdown when he was in at quarterback. He had eight receptions for 144 yards. He was He's electric. Clicked. He, he was looked, electric. I hope it's clicked. I really do because if the Browns get Corey Coleman, who they'll get back next week, they believe, and then Josh Gordon back the week after... All of a sudden, there's some talent. Did Josh Gordon get arrested again? Oh well, yeah, he might not be ever coming back. So who knows? But wasn't that was that false? I, was that a apparently uh, he he avoided taking a paternity test because he doesn't believe the child's his. Hence, why you take the paternity test, so then you know it's not your. Anyway, let's not get into who. Well, alive, that's only but... last time you did it, James. Things might have changed. <laughs> the warrant was withdrawn. Yeah, so it's that's... been withdrawn. So the NFL will have, oh, unless Roger Goodell wants to get on his high horse, which he tends to nah, do. Just wow. let him play. I don't think he will. I think he'll play in two yeah. weeks. But they get those two guys back. You put Terrell Pryor in there. Cody Kessler. I was going to say, okay. what, did, what did you think of Cody Kessler? He did enough. He's not as good as McCown or, or Griffin. But do you know what he will be for if he wants to be? A really good backup quarterback in the NFL. He he comes out of a, a pro system mm-hmm. at USC. He'd know he'd know this offense. Like of course they're all different, but 
he'd get the concepts of this offense without too many dramas. He never looked worried. No, he, 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 he changed protection at times. Look, he, he changed routes at times. He I didn't he hurt him, good. but he didn't do it for him either. That's a problem. That's why I think his ceiling's probably to be a, a good backup quarterback. Maybe find Barnage a bit too, get him going. I yeah, think, which they haven't been able to do. Yeah, so they've got to get him going. Yeah, uh, look. I can't believe I'm critiquing oh, the Browns. I can see the Browns winning a couple of games with this setup. Because they're going to score some points. And you know what? They should have won it. The kicker missed. Yep. Yep. So, Parky, you know, it's on you, mate. You you missed. They got the ball yep. back and they scored straight away. He missed three field goals in the day. Yeah, which he won't have a job with. There were a lot of missed field goals this weekend. That's yeah. it. Um, He's out. Really fast on the Miami Dolphins. Uh, give me a touch. Uh, sorry. Give me a take on Tannehill and Landry. I thought Landry looked awesome again. I, I told you last He's week. He's so good. Tannehill has something. He can't keep producing at this volume without having something. But turnovers hurt him today. No running game hurt him again. He fumbled, fumbled and two picks, is that right? I, yep, fumbled as well. Look, it's is just... Your, everyone's always said that about him. There's something there, but he's never actually delivered. He can't get consistent can't with get it. That's cons- the problem. Yeah. I mean, it's the brownies. You should light up the brownies. Yeah, and he did. Without, without those two picks and the fumble, they probably score two more times, mm. and they win this game... By 20 points. Before we move on, can I tell you something really quickly about the Browns? I'm actually going to see a Browns game while I'm in the States. Oh my. Do you get free tickets? No, they're not issuing them just yet, but you can buy them secondhand off StubHub for, guess how much? $3.50. That's being ridiculous, but if you want to have another go. Oh, let's <laughs> say 50 60 bucks or something. $22. $19. You can have two seats anywhere, pretty much anywhere you want. You can have sideline, 50-yard line for about 80 bucks. I paid... $900 for that at Cowboys Stadium opening game last year. <laughs> just just for an equivalent to people. That's why Jerry, Jerry Jones has a money bin. And, and he goes swimming in it Scrooge McDuck style. A billion sh- dollar stadium. As he should. And you know that stadium is his. He paid for it. Yeah, that's so the yep. city doesn't own it. Mm-hmm. They pay him to host yeah, things there. Just, it's pretty good. Looks what I'll build today. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Dustin Hopkins kicked a 37-yard field goal late in the fourth quarter. It was his fifth of the day, and the Redskins avoid a near-disastrous 0-3 start, getting a 29-27 win over the New York Giants, who were loaded with penalties and errors and mistakes. Ejections. It just was not a pretty game to watch. Ejections. Yeah, the center got ejected for laying out Josh Norman. It was. It wasn't. It was a second uh, unsportsmanlike conduct. So uh, Norman got chomped up. I feel you. I feel you. Your pain, brother. They're always picking on the centers with those sorts of penalties. <laughs> um, it, he was just trying to assert himself on Norman. It wasn't really dirty because it was his second one. It's an instant ejection now. Yep. Uh, but that hurt them because he's a really good center. Odell Beckham played well, but Manning just turns the ball over. It's typical Manning. I. Do not think he's any good. I never have thought he's any good. He gets by when other people win games for him, i.e. Super Bowls, defensive linemen, win games for him. Uh, guys catching on their helmets, winning a game for him. <laughs> Diarrhea. I still can't believe that was his last catch in NFL football. His last play in NFL exactly. football. Exactly. That's rough. And, that, and that, that's what I mean. Like just he's, He fumbled twice, which he should have lost. The ball bounced straight back to him. The Redskins had every right to win this game, and I'm glad they did in the end because they were better slightly, but again, you've got Kirk Cousins leading leading the NFL in passing yards. However, I wouldn't even have him in my top 10 of quarterbacks this year because nope. he's just – it's similar to Stafford. It's just volume. I say we, just, we have to look differently at the way we're evaluating these quarterbacks because the volume's there. Um, Deshaun Jackson was good. Crowder played okay. Reed is just quietly going about having a really good season at tight end. They've got all the pieces, but – Kirk Cousins should have signed that contract last year. Yeah, because I don't think he's going to get off it again. I don't think they're going to win more than eight games. Well, the, we, the, I there's rumblings there we'll, that we discussed, yeah, which this, yeah. this win might help, but it's not going to be enough to help him get paid. No, and you've, and you've got old boring Jay Gruden, who just says nothing constructive ever. Except throwing Cousins under the bus. Yeah. He, he, loves, he loves challenging his quarterbacks and throwing them under the bus. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I want to really quickly touch on... Um, good to see Victor Cruz still looking healthy. I think he's back to, to being a guy. And Shepard, the rookie receiver for the Giants, he's a steal. Yep. I think he's going to be a really, really good player. Um, he wasn't mentioned in the uh, top handful of receivers coming out. Not that he was low, but I think that they've found a little 
a little something there. I think he'll be really good for them for a long time. Um, Jason Pierre-Paul is sneaky having a good year with no fingers. Yeah, well, it's that glove. He's got the hand glove now, so he actually it's like he's playing with a hand. Um, there's, there's and the other ones actually. Oh, he's been like that. There's, there's, Those ones actually they work. He's been there's to club. Sniggers about it, saying that it's it's unfair, but the guy's got no hand. Yeah, let right? the guy like, play. You can't let even, him play. Well, saying that he should have to play without. Yeah, fingers, they, they say that they his... say the fake fingers are unfair because the way the way it's built is when he he clamps with the real ones, it pulls uh, okay. the other ones as well. But it couldn't be as strong as your normal. Fingers. No, of course not. So it's not unfair. He I, was look, getting he sacks last year. With yeah, that, he, with he wasn't. He was getting pressure and he couldn't wrap. <laughs> so now they've just added a way for him to wrap and him. To I personally feel more think it's fine. Let him play. There's well. no problem with it. He's moved sides of the ball so he can have a different hand down. Um, the guy I want to discuss from them is, is Damon Harrison, who they signed from the Jets. Big snacks. He had 10 tackles from nose tackle. That, I don't that think is people appreciate game. how good that is. Well, that's a guy getting double teamed every single play, yeah. getting 10 tackles. And I watched him against the Cowboys. He was by far the best defensive player. They should have saved all their pennies that they paid for Janoris Jenkins and given it to Damon Harrison because Jenkins just is adding nothing. I can't stand that guy. But um, also, Olivia Vernon's looked really good. And like I know they paid a lot for those guys, but if they come in and contribute, then you can feel better about it. And you it. always have to pay over the odds in free agency. Yep. Always. If, you can't, you can't get them if you don't. Someone else would have. Uh, exactly. And it might have been the Eagles or the Giants or, or the Redskins or the Cowboys in your division. So, hey, you need them. You got the, you got the cap. Go get them. Derek Carr threw for 249 yards and a touchdown as the Oakland Raiders beat the Tennessee Titans 17-10. to Finally, the defense coming up big for the Raiders, making some big plays today. James, I know you were talking about it last week. Finally good to see their defense getting something going and helping them to a win when their O wasn't really clicking today. No, it wasn't. I think the Titans' defense is quite good, why, the, why Oakland weren't clicking. I think they've got some really good pieces there. But, yeah, the defense played really well. Um, Sean Smith had a pick, who was the big in, the big signing, who struggled the first two weeks. He really looked he looked quite good. Um, Khalil Mack still not in the game. He didn't registered one tackle, one assist for a game. So is he hurt? Like, do you reckon? I think, what do you reckon? Do you know what him? I think? He's he's fallen into the trap of I'm really good, so I don't have to work as hard. Oh, I hope not. Whereas last season it's he was for that, isn't it? Well, that's what I mean. Last yeah. season he dominated probably because he was busting his ass all the time, and now he's just rocking up and thinking I'm better than this tackle going against me, so I should just beat him. And you know, I think there's been some effort problems. Um, but they rotated the starting lineup. They brought in Carl Joseph, their first round pick this year, who added a lot. He had ten tackles, also pressured the quarterback three times on blitzes, who looked really good. Um, but it's the same old for the Titans. Turnovers killed them again. Two picks from from Mariota. He also lost a fumble. It's third down. They couldn't get anything done. Third down. No, nope, third down again. Um, they didn't have their tight end. I don't know how his name's can slip in my mind, but their starting tight end wasn't there. Who, who's really good? Delaney Walker. They didn't have him. Who's also a really good blocker. So they did miss that. But Demarco Murray was good. Derek Henry was really good. Just the turnovers killed him again, and um, the Raiders capitalized capitalized early, and they could never catch him. The, the exotic smash mouth, it's getting good yards. Just it works. Mariota's, yeah, he's, he's hurting them. He's in, having in a passing. little bit of a sophomore slump. Well, a little bit. He's, he's thing I watched because I watched this whole game. He didn't look bad. He just looked he looked good, and then he'd make a bad mistake. Well, he fumbled twice and had two picks. Yeah, well, the, the fumble. I'm not saying they're all his, one of, one of the fumbles, fault, who, which was recovered by Douglas was a pitch. It was a triple option. Yeah. And he pitched it late, and Harry Douglas dropped it off his chest and then recovered it straight away. And they actually got, like, seven yards on the play. So I'll let him go with that one. But what it, it's fixable because it's not just – he doesn't look like he's crap. He's, he doesn't look like Blaine Gabbert where he struggles, he struggles, he struggles, throws a few picks, and then makes one really good play. He's making good play, good play, good play, and then one bonehead one, which will come with experience. I think he'll get better. I hope, I'm sure he'll get better. He's, he's very talented. Um, he's got to get the completion percentage up a little bit, and he needs to run with the ball a bit more. He can trust himself. When the when the pocket breaks down, start running with it because you're a great athlete. Draw the defense up on you. They'll be just fine. Their improvement is through the roof. Offensively, they're a lot better. With They cut the turnovers out. They're scoring 28 points here. So that's all they've got to do. But go the Raiders. I think they're really... Really going to be a good team this year. I think Derek Carr has stepped it up a notch because when he needs to do things, he does it. 
his receivers let him down today with drops and misrun routes. So rough, rough division to be in though. Yeah, I was just to want to be that. to want to be good. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be tough for him. You're looking at Every, a wild, everyone's looking a wild card. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Denver and San Diego are both looking good. Look, oh, I think we'll get to San Diego soon, but I think they're going to drop off a little bit. But Oakland have got pieces. Kamari Cooper, man, he only had four catches and every one of them spectacular. So he's really got it. Crabtree's adding a solid target. Roberts is Seth Roberts is a really good slot receiver. Walford's a good tight end. They've got all the pieces. Latavius Murray, they're mixing in Washington now. He had another good game at 30-yard run. And Rashad had six carries as well. So they're, they're using all of their backs for different things. Have a look at their punter's stat line. Um... I'll, I'll give you a sec to find it. Cause I've got it. 7 for 39.4 yards, 3 inside 20s, along a 72. Look at that long. Have you seen it? Go, yeah, he put go it. Go look at it. it, it is that Marquette sa- King? Yeah, it's sailed. Oh, he is a, he is a good <laughs> Is he the only black punter in the world? Yes. Oh, I don't know if it's the world, the world, but it's definitely the, the NFL. NFL. Oh, he's a good punter. He, he takes ages to get rid of it, though. I can't believe no one can block him. Oh, well, there was one today where they came through real quick, and he quickly got it off, and he only punted for about 30 yards, but yeah. he's... When he needs to, he can. Yeah. I think he likes to take his time, but if he has to hurry one up, he can. He's a good punter, though. Yeah, that's a that was a massive well, kick. Sailed got, over. Uh, Leckler out of there, didn't he, really? Yep, 100%. Russell Wilson threw for 243 yards and a touchdown before suffering a left knee injury as the Seattle Seahawks rolled 37-18 over the San Francisco 49ers. Russell Wilson was already carrying a bung ankle. This is being reported, my understanding, is an MCL last sprain, time I looked. MCL sprain. They've scanned it. There's no tear. This um, is still not good. It's not good news at all. Um, and they played really well in the first half. And I think we were right, Chris. On Saturday, we discussed that they're going to come in and just touch up the Niners. Yep. Because from not scoring a touchdown the week before and the defense struggling a bit, and they did. <laughs> they yeah, came right. in and they touched them Let up. Them have it. It was... Impressive. Like, Carlos Hyde had 100 yards, but he had something like 65 of them in on the last two series when the game was done. He scored sc- 24 fantasy points on my bench. Yeah. Jerk. Yeah, they, they, scored, they scored two touchdowns in the last two drives when the Seahawks had all their backups in because it was 37 to 5 or something. So they didn't care. Um, but that's, the real news is, is Wilson because the offense completely stopped when he went out. Like, Boykin threw a touchdown, but it was a receiver that made the play, not him. Well... I love Boykin, he a frog, but he's he's far from you know all pro. He he was never expected to to be one of those top tier guys. No one thought even he'd when make he had a his roster. well, he had his bowl issues. Yeah, as you as you'll see, you mean bowl like, like smoking a bowl or no, missed out on the bowl games. He was at the bowl game and he missed out on it because he thought yeah. it'd be a good idea to push a police officer. Which kids, if you're listening, it's never a good idea to push a police officer. No, they've got guns. Um, they shoot. The way it's been going in America, he's lucky he didn't get shot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, he probably had his TCU hat on. Um, <laughs> he he looked okay. I think he'll be able to do a job for him, but he's not going to do what Russell Wilson does. They're going to need the running game, which they did have early in this game. and then Was Rawls out? Did he not play at all? Yeah, he didn't play. I, I don't think he's right from injury. I think Christine Michael has been the best back in the camp in the preseason. I think they need to give him the ball. He had 20 carries, 100 yards, two touchdowns. He looked great. And then in the second, once they were up big, they rotated guys through. You you take the last quarter with a grain of salt because Boykin, they went real conservative. The 49ers loaded the box because they knew Boykin couldn't couldn't punish them in the air as, as much as Russell Wilson would. No, and, and Boykin was checking down. I mean, he was 7 of 9, but he wasn't exactly forcing it down the field. No, and he was there just to, to drain the clock, hand the ball off, get completions, keep the clock moving. Jimmy Graham, 100 yards and yeah, a touchdown. Bit that was of a, the best game he's played. That was the best And he got, had them all with, with uh, Wilson. Russell Wilson. So that was really good. And Doug Baldwin is just, you know, when, when you can get the ball to him, he can do a lot with it. He's probably the best slot receiver in the NFL. So, oh, other than Julian Edelman. Sorry, Patriots fans. You'd probably try and hang me for that. The Seahawks now have to go to New York, then they've got to buy. They host Atlanta, then they go to Arizona. So, what's an MCL strain? Four weeks? Two weeks? I mean, I who know. knows? Knowing him, he'll play on it. Oh, he's playing on the high ankle sprain, so who knows? Well, I mean, they, they, they base their game around the defense, so they need to come in. Their D's needs to shut them out. And um, Who have they got next week, sorry? Uh, they go to New York. Giants or Jets? Giants. Are you sure? I think it's no. Jets. I think they go to the Jets. I had it a second ago. I just told you. 
Well, I didn't listen to you. Sorry. Clearly not. It's coming. <laughs> I think it's, it's the Jets. Um, I'm actually pretty sure it's Seahawks. the Jets. So he's going, they're going to the Jets next week. That should be a defensive slug because their defense was, again, strong today and they're a good defense. So, I don't know. You know he's going to get hit against the Jets because their defense brings it. So, we'll see what happens. We're just going to have to wait in here because it's just so new. We don't know what's wrong with it. It could be a real minor injury. He ices it for a couple of days, feels pretty good about it, straps it up and plays. So, we're just going to have to wait and see. Yeah, you can make a game plan around it, can't you? If, he's, if he goes in there... Well, now we, right, Yeah, but, I think Pete Carroll's a good enough coach where he'll find a way to yeah. get some points against the Jets who looked awful on offense today. Mm. Moving on to a game I really don't want to talk about. Case Keenum threw the Rams' first touchdown since moving back to L.A. Unfortunately, it wasn't in L.A. And Todd Gurley rushed for two more touchdowns in a 37-32 win over my Buccaneers. Shootout, uh, was it? Yeah, the Rams hadn't found the end zone the first couple of games of the year, but they sure as hell never now. <laughs> Turnovers. Killed it's us. What kills you guys? Killed Every us. season we talk about it with the Bucks. Drives me mental. We said that Saturday yep. again, didn't we? Yep. Drives me it's just mental. turnovers. Like, Winston looked great. Then 400 the yards. Over. Went for 400 yards. That's yep. a big game, but... He, threw, he was asked to throw it 58 times. Well, he fumbled. He fumbled once and then fumbled the center snap, and they lost that. It goes on the center, because who knows why, but anyway. He's the last ter- person to possess it. That's yeah, why. so it goes on the center, even though it's always God, the quarterback's fault. Center. Especially when it's under center. I don't know how a quarterback can fumble it, James Tavern. So, but that's he kills his team. One of those fumbles went for a touchdown and brought them back. They were up 20-7, to seven and they, brought, they let them back into the game. It was 18 rushing attempts. 18 rushing well, attempts. Martin and I'm not, out, I'm not counting... Doug Martin didn't yeah, play. Yeah, he's not back. Sims had 13 touches, and um, Rogers had five. Winston's four were not designed runs. They were all breaking the pocket. Yeah. They, you get a lead like that, you've got to try and start to run some clock down. But this they just kept turning it over. What's going to kill the Bucks? The, first, the opening touchdown of the game was Chris Conti blowing his coverage. Oh, You'll be happy to know he got benched in the second half. <laughs> yeah, good. And the guy who came in sucked even worse. No, he actually didn't. He was way better. So, but an undrafted rookie came in for him. That kills you. Then you give him a defensive touchdown on a fumble. You're up twenty to ten. You miss an extra point. And we got a pick six from Quan. Yeah, you, oh, how good's Quan? Did good. you say Mate, miss an extra point and they a miffed, field goal? They missed an extra point. They missed a field goal. Then all of a sudden, Gurley scores. It's seventeen twenty, and then all of a sudden he scores again. It's 24-20, and then. They never got him. Then you get the fumble recovery. It's thirty-one to twenty, and now Cam- and now poor Winston has to carry the whole team. He's to stack them all on his shoulder, including the five useless offensive linemen in front of him. Load them all up on his back and try and carry him. And I tell you what, it's pretty freaking hard to do that in the NFL against a pretty good Rams defense. He can't do it. They're not there yet. No, they and are not. They are still paying for terrible decisions. But Lovey Smith and the GM before him made don't it. Don't even start me on that. They're making like how does Chris Conti get a game on this team? I can't work it out, Richard. Rashad, coach, you're the coach. Don't yeah. let me get all decibel on you. I'd cut him on Monday. He's terrible. I would have cut I him just, on Monday. You've the got o- Mike Evans. You've got um, Vincent the, Jackson. You've the, got Humphreys. Even stepped up and dominated in the slot. You, oh, a little white cut, slot receiver is exciting. You cut Safarian Jenkins during the week because the guy's a moron, and then Brait comes in and gets two touchdowns and looked fantastic. Yet you lose games on dumb decisions, drafting a kicker in the second round that can't even hit an extra point or a thirty-five yard field goal. And, and before punt, you know it, you lose games. Punter sucks too. They're, they're Brian just, Anger's no good. The only shining learn how to light, build a team. The only shining light is Levante David. He was all over the field again, getting sacks and forcing fumbles, and Quan Alexander. Him and Quan. After uh, that, after that, it's it, like Chris. Chris Conley's got eight tackles here, and he did he did recover a fumble, but he's got eight tackles from him chasing down receivers. He's yeah, blown well, the coverage yeah, of that, that are catching <laughs> on him. Uh, like, I know we pick on that guy a lot, but man, just he's you a special teams him? player. You going to see a game of theirs, Rich? No, I don't waste my time seeing these guys. You, oh. <laughs> I go and see games I want the, to see. Like the on Browns. the flip side, that's, so that's not Brent. my choice. That's the misses, not me. On the flip side, the Rams are now top of the division after a terrible first game. They've beaten Seattle in Seattle, or was that in LA? In LA, they've gone to Tampa Bay and beaten them. That's a long way to travel. Any West Coast team going east, that's a tough trip. Exactly, and so, vice versa. So they've got in there. Keenum wasn't very good again, but they got enough. Gurley played better. There, hopefully, that can keep. Developing, 
Um, Tavon Austin got going. Finally, he had yeah. he had a big touchdown to basically ice the game. Yeah, that was it. And it was great because the com- the commentator said, "Looks like the Bucks are going to blitz. Let's see if Tavon Austin can exploit single coverage." And he literally just went whoop, whoop, touchdown, <laughs> broke the tackle off. He went. When he gets situations like that, he is a good receiver and he is worth the money. But it's up to them to put him in those situations more often. I still don't think the Rams are that good. I think they can they can sneak into the playoffs as a wild card. Cause okay. I had them doing that. Because their defense is really strong. Um, but the Bucks, they've just got to make better decisions. And Winston's not a bad decision, and no one should be blaming Winston for this. No. Because I can see this being the next Romo, where he has to carry the team all the time, and he gets punished for it. It's going to be... There's so many mistakes that have to be fixed. It was going to take more than one offseason to get Your done. offensive line needs another two seasons. At, le- at least. Sign a veteran, get something in there. Just trade with just, you guys. You've got about 10 of them. Um, yeah. Moving on, Andrew Luck uh, shook off a sore throwing shoulder and watched T.Y. Hilton break tackle after tackle on a 63-yard touchdown pass with about a minute left, giving the Indianapolis Colts and my fantasy team a 26-22 win over the, the San Diego Chargers. Who? Who, who, who won that game? Who did I say? You said the, the Indianapolis, <laughs> Indianapolis Colts. That's better. Indianapolis. <laughs> There's a D in there, Richard. I'll have to listen back. No, nah, it's all good. Like picking on, at least you didn't say Bengals today. Um, I will say that throw to T.Y. Hilton, he took it the distance, but when he caught it, he was one-on-one with a safety with about 50 yards either side, so the safety never had a chance. That throw by Luck was in between two defenders. Yeah, it was pretty good. If it was slightly off, it was a pick six. It was a perfect throw. Verrett was the guy who was close on it, and we all know how good a corner he is. It was a terrific throw. Here, Frog. But Luck was average again. The Chargers blew this one, in my opinion. Luck was average. Average. They just... Amazing. A guy who's average, they throw for 300 yards. It's exactly what you've been saying all day, yeah. that you can have an ordinary game and throw for 300 yards. As I said, it's, it's, if you look at box scores of games now, you'll look at Cody Kessler's game and go, he was pretty good. 250 yards, no turnovers. The other... You watch it, yeah. he looks like a traffic cone could play better. Like... The other huge misleading thing is people just look at their fantasy. Like, I looked at my fantasy score today, and I'm like, oh, Gordon, nice one. has got me some points. He had 35 yards and a touchdown and another 40 in the air. He is good, though. He, he's certainly turning the corner, yeah. but it's far from a stellar day, but it's a nice fantasy return. No, and I seriously believe Philip Rivers was going to win that game because he was driving, driving, and then Hunter Henry, who was in for Antonio Gates, who was injured... Um, he's a second-round pick. He was the number one tight end coming out of the draft, and he was the number one drafted tight end um, in the second round, first, second pick in the second round. And he fumbled the ball. He made a great catch, turned upfield, and a guy chased him down, punched it out, game over. Um, they were driving. That Colts defense is terrible. They have no pass rush. But it cost them a game. These are, as I said, I think the Chargers are going to, you'll see them start to drop off because, yeah, they've played okay, but they're one and two now. And... They've beaten the Jaguars in San Diego after tra- them having to travel, and we've all seen the Jaguars obviously aren't much chop. So I don't think they're going to be a chance to win the division or make the playoffs. But there's signs there. Melvin Gordon looks great. On the flip side, I think he might have actually. I think he's turned good. that corner. I think he's, well, you don't, uh, you, don't take, you don't take a guy 15 overall in the draft if he's not good. He had ability. Um, he although, was on the so flip good side, in college at Georgia. He was oh, awesome. You flip, you flip to the other side. Andrew Luck has done enough again. You know, it's their first win of the season, but now they go to Jackson. They play Jacksonville in London. They win that. They're two and two. Houston are only three and are only two and one right now. There's no saying they don't lose next week, and all of a sudden they're back in the race. And you have Andrew Luck. Frank Gore looks great. T.Y. Hilton, if he plays like that every week, they're going to have a chance. But the defenses are both terrible. That's the bottom line. The, the tell you what the Chargers need. They need Joey Bosa. They need pass rush, and that's what they drafted him for. They need him. He was on the sideline today, and he sweats. He's going to start playing. Yeah. Throw him in there. Yeah, I'd, I'd get, sit get, him get with it. a couple more. You need just to ring win. his mum and say, listen, the- we're, we're keeping your son on the bench. <laughs> well, do you know that's what? So they can be do shut. Don't get me wrong. I still kind of like that, but it's so vindictive. What they need to do, put a helmet on him, build a package for third down when he just rushes. From the three technique. Yeah, say, get in a three and go. Yeah. It's not hard. It shouldn't be hard no, to really not. In, get, get him in the game. It's his own fault, don't get me wrong. But Agreed. But you've you know got to find a way does, to use it. Does him. McCoy want to get fired or does he exactly. want to exactly. Does he want to coach next year? Because his seat could get pretty damn hot. Well, he's been there a bit long and done nothing, yep. so time will tell. Kansas City Chiefs returned two turnovers for touchdowns, intercepted three passes in the 
end zone and force eight turnovers in a 24-3 rout of the Jets. Fitzpatrick looked god-awful, as did the rest of the Jets. Well, this is flip, because we were, saying, we were celebrating like, he was, he was the- pooping on his ceiling last week, and now he's back under his floor hiding like a little girl. Oh, he's sitting in it. This was one of the worst performances I've ever seen from a quarterback. There were some tip balls, but plenty were his fault. Do you know what? So last week against the Bills, right? They had okay coverage a lot of the time, and he just threw it up, and it worked out. This week, there was okay coverage, or good coverage, and he threw it up, and it didn't work out. No, it did not. What goes up must come down, Richard. And sometimes it's not always going to come down in your players' hands. Nope. They got away with it last week. This week, they didn't. He, that's, you know, it's hard because he's just come off such a good game, but that's what you're going to, I don't think he's going to throw six picks every week. Obviously, he's not going to do that because they'd bench him, but... If you were just a quarterback that's going to go, oh, you know what, he's one-on-one, I'll take that. You're not always going to get it because the days where, you know what, maybe Decker's feeling a little bit sick in the tummy that day and he's not playing that well. well maybe I, I Brandon Marshall's was, hands aren't that great. And I didn't think Decker was going to play this week. He did play, yeah. yeah it was I mean, Marshall, wasn't it? Up. Marshall was... Who was dinged up coming in? I thought one it was of them Brandon was. Marshall, it was yeah. Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. It was Marshall. But Marshall dropped a couple, which were tips, whereas last week he caught everything that got within his reach. These are what you're going to have with players like that the Chiefs weren't exceptionally good. Alex Smith didn't play that well. They didn't run the Never ball does. that well. But he didn't turn the ball over eight times. So they won. How was their D? Because we were, we spoke at... Well, they allowed three points and got eight turnovers. So you're saying they were good then. Thanks, James. They were. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a question. Just nothing personal. <laughs> Peter's two picks were good. Um, Barry's two pick, picks, Peter's again. Yeah, Barry's pick was good along with a handful of tackles. Um, they had pressure and Derek, their coverage was super tight. So anything that bounced up, they were all around. Derek it. Johnson was everywhere. He was on every. Part. And he had a pick six as well. He had a lock pick the six. game. He was. He was. He was good. I felt sorry for the Jets' defense because they allowed ten points and lost twenty-four to three. They literally <laughs> they didn't get driven on. They had one drive where they no. got driven on. The other one was three points. That was a pick at the 20-yard line, and then they then pushed them back on two sacks to the 35-yard line, and they got three points. So they, they've really given up seven points. Yeah. One drive, and they lose. And, yeah. Um, but- Revis did get banged up, so interesting to see if he's all good. A shout-out to our Aussie. There was a punter there. He only had the two bunt punts, but uh, didn't get a chance because with that many picks, over. you don't have to you don't have to kick it very you often. Know, but, but he, um, he put, had one really good one. He put one inside the twenty. Look, he, it says net average only had a twenty-eight point five. But the if, second you, one was if really you're kicking short. into the you know, well, he he, he poached one. There was one from about the 40 that he just um, dropped inside. But and he had a really good punt His too. net average for the year is sitting at 37.7, which is you know pretty solid. That's right on the NFL line. Well, that's what you want, good. yeah. Moving on, Carson Wentz threw for 301 yards and two touchdowns and a fierce defense shut down Big Ben and Antonio Brown and the rest of the Steelers as the Philadelphia Eagles surprised. It must have been everybody except for Eagles fans. 34-3 to three over the Steelers to remain undefeated. This is was a shock. Well, Carson Wentz still has not thrown an interception. No. He's had over 100 attempts. He's the first rookie first to rookie. have 100 throws in his first three and games. And look how depressed James looks because that No, I thought, he was impre- I thought he was impressive. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he, had, he just looks like he's just controlled. He's so calm and he's so comfortable. And... Um, Pedersen's brought in a really, really good offense, and that offense looks great. But I don't want to fleet over him because he's been great, and it was his real. It was a real test this week, and he did quite well. But I want to get to Jim Swartz and that defense because in the preseason, oh, yeah. I said how good a coach he is, and with the guys he's got, he could make a really, really good defense, and I think he has. I think that defense is Fletcher really good. Fletcher Cox was awesome today. Fletcher Cox is just – he's one of the best interior defensive linemen in the league – Maybe the best. He means so much to that team. He's so valuable. He's quick. He's strong. Connor Barwin, like he's now a, a fantastic outside linebacker. Um, they've got so many good pieces. Graham, Brandon Graham looks great. Malcolm Jenkins, Jenkins at safety. They're a relatively young defensive back group, but he's brought them all together and he's really versatile and a really good player. They sound, they signed Rodney McLeod from St. Louis last year, now LA, who I thought was a great signing and he's worked out. These are like signing McLeod compared to the Giants signing Janoris Jenkins. It's a quarter of the money, probably less, and he's already added so much yeah. more because 
they looked at who fits us. Um, I think they made some great moves. I think Jordan Matthews, I, I got to take back. I said he was a bit average. I don't think he's a top 10 talent, but I think he can be Jeremy Macklin. And, they, and, and they that's use, what he was. And they're using him well. They're using him well. Sparoles is just... Mm-hmm. Hey, and if you're sitting there thinking you're going to add Sparoles to your fantasy team this week, don't do it because next zero. week he'll get zero. <laughs> But, but this week, he looked awesome. That play where Wentz stepped up and looked like he was going to run with it and, and did, then saw and Sproles, Sproles wheel down wheeled the it up line. and yeah. just, just ran down the line. Didn't it was he? The such line of scrimmage. a... Pr- yeah. That was the throw. Mm. He, he gunned some throws in. I thought he's got a good arm. That was the throw that made me think, okay, this guy's good because he just He could have easily it. just ran and yeah. slid and, you, could, you know, You could have ran, got, got four yards, four, yeah, slid, whatever. Kick, Punted it back, and they still would have won. Yeah, but he went. No, I'm going to buy some time. I'll step around. I'll run out here. Thanks, Sproles. And just it was a feather of a throw. Just and, yeah, dropped it, was, it in. And as soon as he one, caught yeah. it, it was a touchdown. Oh, as yeah. soon as he caught it, and he was almost celebrating. On he the, was when he, when he caught it. It was like it's a touchdown because <laughs> there was no one going to stop him. Look, the Eagles impressed me. I'm not going to get too down on Big Ben and that. They get Lev Bell next week. He's going to add something to him. Well, I have think to. They only I think they had a bad yards. Day. Yeah, oh, look, they did. They had a bad day. It was the first test for Philly. I mean, they'd only played Cleveland and Chicago yeah. before that. They've got to buy this week. God, that's ridiculous. NFL, cut that out. No buys this early. Why um, don't they? I think this is what my suggestion would be: cut a week out of the season and don't have buys. They should be between. They should be between eight and twelve. Have just, just, yeah. just yeah, put them so in there in like yeah. a four week. Like what the AFL do? Knock, yeah, knock them yeah. all out. Yeah, yeah. But after the buy, they go to Detroit. To Washington, and then they host Minnesota. So, you know. they could be four and oh, by the, sorry, five and oh by Minnesota. But something, but yeah, it'll, it'll and that'll be, be a big game be with um with Bradford coming back. And you know what? What a great move by them. They they backed that Wentz was going to be okay. It's the complete polar opposite of what the Rams are doing with with um, Goff, Goff yep. which just surprises me still. Whereas they're saying, you know what, we're going to give him a chance. We're going to burn this year if we have to, because that coach is under no pressure. He's not getting fired. He knows that their defense is going to be okay with Jim Schwartz. I'm sure he didn't predict that Wentz would be this good. Whereas the difference in LA, Fisher is if he goes if he has some seven and nine bullshit again, he's gone. So he's not starting his young guy because he doesn't have time. A quick shout that our Aussie mate Jordan Berry again. He had three punts, had a long of sixty three, and a net average of forty nine point seven. So he ain't leaving the NFL. And the and the blocked field goal was not him. The hold was perfect. It was the blocking up front as the it was actually Eagles offside. came through untouched. The guy was offside. Yeah, we as know well. we know what that feels like. <laughs> Moving on to the last game before the Monday night game, Dak Prescott led. Scoring drives on all four of Dallas's possessions <laughs> in the first in half the studio. before this throwing his first career touchdown pass <laughs> as the Cowboys beat the Bears 31-17 and helped load up my wallet on the weekend. Mm, I had some money on them too, actually. It was it was loving. Oh. I will say the you Bears guys, were missing some good players. Did you guys get a mad bookie account? Cowboys also, yeah, yeah we, we put our own damn money in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was also the first home win for eight losses. They, they won... At home, the first game last year, and haven't won since. I was at that game, so I think I'm the omen. Obviously, I was at the next loss. Obviously, when I don't go, they don't win at home. So, as I should be flying up there for every home game. But just ask Jerry and Jones me. and his money bin to fly over there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'd be really receptive to that. Should just um, ask him that. Zeke Elliott had his first hundred yard game. That O line without Tyrone Smith. So I know the Bears are missing a few guys, but the Cowboys are missing their their best offensive lineman by a long way, and. They just destroyed them. Travis Frederick, Lyle Collins, and Zach Martin just dominated inside. Um, the Bears are missing a middle linebacker, an outside linebacker, their nose tackle. Ooh. And But what I will say is that the Cowboys sure made it look like they were missing those guys because they didn't just go half-ass on them. They crushed them every single play. Can I ask a quick question? Yes. I've had a really busy couple of weeks, you guys know. Mm-hmm. Why was Brian Hoyer starting for the Bears? Cutler hurt his thumb. Was that last week? Yeah. Late well, during the, the week. No, no, late in the game week, last yeah. week. When I started watching the highlights, I'm like, geez, Color looks weird. What happened to his throwing action? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I realized it was Hoyer. And was, you can't win with an ex-Brownie. We've learned this. No, and this game wasn't as close as the score actually says, no. which is saying something because it wasn't close to the scoreline either. They scored a junk touchdown at the end of the game where the Cowboys basically just dropped everyone back in coverage and let him dump it. He had a drive when they were down 10 to... Uh, 27 to 10 or 24 to 10 that took seven and a half minutes. The Browns had a drive because Hoyer just went, drop it down, get five yards, drain the clock. 
over and over, and then the Cowboys punched it in in about 30 seconds on the side. Dak Prescott threw his first career touchdown pass. Um, he has ran for three already this season to Des Bryant, uh, and he looked just never looks never looks out of sorts. And it must be a rookie from this year because Carson Wentz hasn't. Cody Kessler didn't look bothered. Dak Prescott hasn't looked bothered. Wins. Travell Boykin didn't look bothered. Like it's when is Romo due back? Uh, he'll be he'll miss half the season. He's oh. he's playing when he's back. Are we looking at? Oh, I was going to ask. Are we looking at a Brady type situation? No, I don't think Dak has been good enough to do that. What? And if he keeps playing better, then possibly. But what if you're eight and two at the time? Then Romo plays. Oh no way! What if you're twelve and two? Romo plays. Oh, no way. No way. He's got cowboy jocks on today. When Romo's healthy, he's playing. I love Romo, but it's going to take a ballsy coach to sit someone who's led you to that kind of record just to put him in. Yeah, but Romo's carried them for 10 years. It's a week by week. Rashad I look at it a different way. It would take an asshole of a coach, and when Romo comes back, to not go, the first game's yours. Depending on when it is. Depending on when it is and the record. I think Dak, I think he has to lift his game a little bit and do a little, some more exciting. I'll give give you one thing. They're winning, but. There's one thing they can be excited about. They've got an awesome O line, they've got an elite receiver. It looks like they've found a new running back. And they have Alfred Morris as well, who's really good. Yep, and they might have a QB who could play for the next 10 years. If you're a Cowboys fan, you had every right to be excited. Well, we all we all remember the drought it was from Aikman to Dak Prescott. There was something like... I think the Cowboys have had the second most amount of quarter... You mean Aikman to Romo. Aikman to Romo. What did I say? You said Dak. Dak Prescott. Yeah, no, but even... subconscious even knows yeah. Romo. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's over. It's over, even, Romo. Even if you consider all the injuries when Rome, who yeah. played for Romo when he was injured over the last 10 years as well, they've actually had the second most quarterback start since Aikman left behind the Browns. So they had some real... I, I remember the Drew Henson days... I remember the Quincy Carter days. Oh, I remember geez, they them. were awful. They were I remember awful. those days. I remember Matt Cassell. All right. Okay? Enough, enough, I was there for Matt Cassell. Enough right. cowboy talk on the think, SCN Cowboy Podcast. Look, they won. Good on them. Yep. I like them. Last game of the round will be the Monday night game. Atlanta will travel to New Orleans. The game will be on ESPN. If you've got it, I think it's also on 7. Mate, the weather will be perfect under the dome down there in New Orleans. The Atlanta Falcons, who are one and one, New Orleans no wins. Really, they are on two. New Orleans are zero and two. Well, they they two. need this desperately. This is the tenth anniversary of them going back to the when, Superdome after. What's his name? The Gleason blocked the punt. Yeah, yep. to get the win after Katrina. No yeah, white flags. The, that was so, incredible. Uh, I think uh, I think the Saints will get this one. I think they they build their game on emotion stuff, doesn't it? Drew Brees is their lead, and it's in their stadium. And it's going to be a shootout, though. These are the number one Falcons are the number one offense in the NFL. Yep, and they're the number one passing attack. Saints are the number four offense in the NFL. They're the number two passing attack. They're going to score the twenty eighth defense versus the thirty first defense. So <laughs> yes. it's going to be <laughs> exactly. A, a, if you're looking at eighty points, I reckon you're not far. I, off t- I took the over fifty two point five, and I'm feeling pretty good about it at a dollar ninety. Thank really? you, Mad Bookie. Wow. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. Um, but yeah, I think this will be a good game it, for anyone who's not in super super into the NFL. This will be a good game to watch. Because it, it will be high scoring. The ball will be flying around. They're both pretty. I think Drew Brees is a much better quarterback than Matt Ryan, but Julio Jones is a much better receiver than anyone the yeah. the Saints have. So it should be a really good game. And whoever wins this game could be leading the division. Uh, the Saints can't, but if the Falcons win, they will be leading the division. So aren't they all one and two? They all will be. So if the yes, Saints, they will be. If the all Saints be one win this, they're one and two. Uh, point, it goes off heads. points. They haven't played any of the other teams. Yeah. Oh, no, whatever. Who cares? It goes it's off early. points for. But other way, there's there's Give huge the ramifications. Yeah, if, it if, is. The, if the Falcons win this, they're up. You know, they're up a game in the division, which would be huge for them. So yeah, you take them over fifty three points, wouldn't you? <laughs> Don't want should, all it, over it. it. It should be a really interesting game, and I'd certainly recommend everybody going to watch it. That brings us to the end of today's show. James, get us out of here. Thank you for listening to the SEN NFL podcast. 
We were joined today by Coach Rashad. It was great for him to, to turn up for once. Um, stuff. Don't with, hear every Monday. You know, he, he's missed a couple because of Matilda, but it's his favorite show. So he loves the opera. No one judge him, okay? He loves the theater. You should go. It's, uh, it's a good show. I've been. It was awful. Take the kids, Chris. They'd love it. Yeah. Um, As you know, they when they're all boys, don't take Chris, them. don't do it. It was I, absolutely I awful. I won't. So you can follow him <laughs> at Rashad03 on Twitter. You can follow former NFL superstar at Chris Bryan 82 mm. I assume the year he was born and you can follow me James Arthur at Jartha 6594 we will speak to we won't speak to you'll hear us on Friday night thank you for listening thanks for listening to the SEN NFL podcast for more SEN America podcasts head to sen.com.au To keep up to date with the latest American sports news and interviews from around SEN, follow SEN America on Twitter at SEN America and on Facebook at facebook.com slash SEN America. Napa know-how. When you purchase a set of Napa brake pads and rotors, you get a discount code from fanatics.com worth up to $50 towards your favorite sports gear. While Napa can't help your team reach the promised land, we can help make sure your car will because these brakes come with something no sports team does. Guaranteed performance. Great brakes, great price, great fan gear. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Offer expires September 30th, 2017.